0: Hello, and welcome to the ADCES podcast, The Huddle, Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. In each episode, we speak with guests from across the diabetes care space to bring you perspectives, issues, and updates that elevate your role, inform your practice, and ignite your passion. I'm Joanne Rinker, the Director of Practice and Content Development at the Association of Diabetes Care and Education Specialists. Today I'm speaking with ADCES 20 Annual Conference Planning Committee Program Chair and former ADCES President, Joan Bardsley, about this year's virtual ADCES 20 Annual Conference. She'll provide a preview of the interactive features available through this year's virtual conference, summarize the main themes of the sessions, and share some tips to maximize your value and experience. You'll also hear how some of the education this year is especially relevant to a post-COVID-19 world and furthering racial equity. Well, welcome, Joan. I'm really glad that you are with us today. It's exciting for us to have the program chair for ADCES 20 on this podcast. And I would really like to kick off first today talking about your excitement about our new conference format.
1: Thanks, Joanne. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk about this. I am very excited about this. I um, mean, we started planning for this conference well over a year ago. We never knew we were going to be in the position we're in today, but we've adapted. We're resilient, and we've changed the way we're presenting, and we hope to have a very exciting conference for everybody to attend. Our goal is the same, is to prepare diabetes care and education specialists for the work now and in the future. I'm very excited about this. It's a different format, but we still have the same goal.
0: So Joan, what will this year's conference look like now, now that it's virtual rather than face to face? That's a good question.
1: And um, (laughs) we certainly had to deal with that as we went through. And there are a lot of similarities. And I really want people to understand that they are going to get excellent content It is still four days. It's Thursday through Sunday, August 13th through the 16th. And one of the things that we've learned, because we were a little bit later than some other organizations and had the luxury of time to look for platforms that really allow for maximum engagement and interaction, that was really important to us. We didn't want to just have something that people could log into, see a presentation, and then that was the end. So A platform was chosen that can really help with that, and so kudos to the staff for doing a lot of background work to make sure that happens. As in the past, we are having CEs, and we actually, which is amazing, have more CEs than in past years. People can get up to 31.5 CEs, which is a tremendous amount, and I know for a lot of people, they can really fulfill their CE requirements for their professional background, or make a big dent in it based on the amount of CEs that are ordered. Now, what's great is that you have access to the sessions for 90 days, even the ones that you would have missed. And I know that's something when we go to the meetings, we always say, oh, there's two or three I want to attend. And... You know, sometimes there's a conflict of time and all you plan on going back and, and listen to them afterwards, but then you get back to your real life. So this is really exciting that you really have 90 days to listen. You can spend a whole day listening to sessions, all the ones that you've chosen, even though they might have competed in the past. So you really don't have to choose. You can really attend to all of them you want to. What I really like about this is that there's a live chat with the presenter during the conference, so you can get your questions answered. And that was really important. We didn't want to have it that it was just a one-way communication, that there is the ability to have a live chat with the presenters during this time. And all the Q&As will be available the entire 90 days. So you can hear what your colleagues are asking. I know for myself, I learn a lot by a lot of the questions that people ask that I might not have thought about. Um, A big piece is the exhibit hall. So many of us spend so much time in the exhibit hall. We listen to our vendors. We learn there. That's where we get exposure to many of the products and technologies that are out there that we may not see somebody back in our home states. But we can go there and we can really spend time and go through the exhibit hall. So they'll be virtual and they'll also have dedicated time that doesn't conflict with the education sessions where exhibitors will be on hand for a live chat. So really, really encourage people to attend those. And we thank our exhibitors for changing along when we had to change. So that is really exciting to be able to offer some of the same things that we were able to offer if we were going to be doing it live.
0: That sounds great, Joan. And I'm really excited. I think we have a lot to offer for $99. So yes. <laughs> I totally agree. So can you tell me a little bit more about the educational session themes? Sure. Well, as
1: everybody knows, we've changed our name. And we've changed what we identify ourselves as, with, as being diabetes care and education specialists. And that really helped drive our vision for what this conference looked like. So there are six themes that we're looking at. We're looking at the um, sessions. The first is to promote the person-centered care. Very critical in what we do. We need to drive integration. We are not siloed. How do we work within a team? How do we work within our communities? How do we work as population health? We are including related conditions. And this is important because this is something that actually drove our title change. We do more than diabetes. So we're looking at new areas in cardiology, in nephrology, all of the other areas that help drive diabetes care. So that's our third theme, was looking at related conditions. Now, we couldn't have a conference without leveraging technology. That is truly emerging and probably out of date as of yesterday with all the new technology that is coming on board. So actually having a virtual meeting allows us to be very current in what we are presenting for technology as it is always changing. So that's our fourth area. The fifth, which is so critical, and we really wanted to highlight it, was focusing on behavioral health, critical to what we do, critical to those with whom we work who have diabetes. So behavioral health is going to have a a very dedicated focus. And the sixth is achieving the quadruple aim. And of course, that really focuses on population health. How are we really looking at diabetes from a population perspective, in addition to the individual who is with us? So those are our six themes that we're looking at. And it does reflect our new name. It reflects our new scope of work. And it focuses on our vision.
0: That's great, Joan. Okay, so with all of these changes and this new platform and delivery method, what are you most excited about?
1: There's a lot that I'm excited about. Um, First of all, being able to share, really looking at how we're going to be able to present the content in a different way. That's exciting because we're all learning. I've learned a tremendous amount about how to do this. And have a lot more to learn. So really looking how the educations can be really related to what people are doing on a day-to-day basis. Now, we all, you know, we can certainly not ignore that our lives have changed in the past couple of months. So there are several things that we have to look at as far as racial equity. And so on Friday, we're going to actually have a special day dedicated to that topic. In addition, there's going to be sessions that are included throughout on this area because it's something that we are very committed to learning more about and how to address that.
0: So, Joan, in addition to those sessions, can you tell me a little bit more about the sessions that were also recently added that really position us for this sort of current as well as post-COVID-19 world? Yeah,
1: it's I had to say there was an advantage to COVID, which there are certainly none. I would say that telehealth is something we've really catapulted into. Telehealth has been around for a while. and We've used it and we've talked about reimbursement for it. But in the past three months, it has absolutely changed how we do business. And so we are really focusing on that. So we've added in sessions looking at telehealth. How do we use it? How do we reimburse for it? How does it change the outcomes? And I think this is going to be a tremendous topic going forward for research on how we provide our care. So that's one piece that I think is critical. That if we, again, if we had to say something positive about COVID, is that we've learned or are learning much faster how to use the benefits of telehealth. So that's really critical. We are looking at it through an inpatient setting. We also are looking at CGM. I mean, that's really amazing because CGM is something that, again, people had used, but how are we using it in an inpatient setting? How are we using with the patients who have COVID that we can't be in their rooms all the time or trying to make things as safe as possible? So looking at telehealth, I know there's examples out there of providers seeing their patients via telehealth platforms. We're looking at CGM a whole lot more. So there's uh, several sessions that are dedicated to that. So the impact of COVID-19 on heart health, that's something that is critical. The financial value of diabetes education through COVID and the remote patient monitoring during COVID. So those are just some of the areas we're trying to really address and take advantage of what we've learned in the past couple of months.
0: That's great, Joan. And I really think a lot of that is just an extension of some of the work that we are also doing here at ADCES on telehealth since COVID-19 started. Um, We worked really closely with CMS. We provided many live Q&A updates and created an area on our website where more of that information can be accessed. So we really love to see this extension of information shared now in our virtual conference setting. So pretty exciting stuff.
1: (laughs) And it should be. And we should be commended, actually, the whole organization, all its members, for really being so responsive to those needs. So congratulations.
0: (laughs) So, Joan, are you concerned that you won't be able to connect with peers in this virtual conference setting as you did in previous years?
1: Yes. You know, I'm sad. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. I love seeing so many of my peers face-to-face and connecting, et cetera. So certainly going to miss that. However, I am confident the conference will still be a truly transformative experience. We'll be delivering on the participants' professional development goals, and we'll be providing personal enrichment I will tell you, I presented at the American Diabetes Association and it was actually better than I expected because there was the live chat. And so, so many of the people that I've known, you know, were sending these very lovely messages during the talk I gave with Maggie Powers. So we did connect, we connected in a different way, but it actually was very, very nice. So again, we're learning from that and we're becoming resilient and we will move on and we will make the best of
0: this. That's great, Joan. And I'm excited that you and Maggie will be doing that same for us at ADCES 20. So that's really exciting. Thank you for that nice invitation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. One other experience I will share, um, just when thinking about these you know, ways to have this interaction like you did in the past, I've been part of a few virtual conferences as well. And you know, just sometimes having some Zoom gatherings after presentations um, with a handful of people with like minds is also a great opportunity to share. Here's some of the great things we heard today. Are you implementing this in practice? And then, of course, being able to connect personally as well. So I agree with you. Some of that can really help to connect even when you can't be connected in person.
1: Yes, totally agree with you on both the professional and the social level. So please take advantage of those.
0: Just a couple other things before we wrap up. I know one of the things for me when I was at face-to-face conferences was always trying to decide which sessions to attend. And of course, with my background being in nutrition, I was always sort of drawn to the nutrition sessions Although I knew I should be you know, going to hear medication updates and places where maybe my attention wasn't always drawn, but I knew that this was such a great opportunity to learn. And I think one great thing about this virtual meeting, virtual conference, is that you do have that opportunity to see all the sessions throughout um, the course of those 90 days for anything you can't catch up with during the live four days. Is there anything that you might want to share or tips that you have about really getting the most out of this conference?
1: Yes. And again, the fact that we're doing this a little bit later than other organizations have had to do, I've actually learned a lot. And, you know, as I said, in the past, we've had access to sessions and we've gone back to them, but honestly, I, I wasn't using it as much. So what I have learned is I'm still going through some of the sessions from ADA Is it blocking off time on my calendar? So I actually put it on my calendar to do an ADA session. And that has worked out pretty well because otherwise things get in the way. So I would certainly encourage people to do that. I would also encourage people, if you were attending the meeting and you had that time blocked off on your calendar, still use it. Still use that time to get as many of the sessions during the four days that we've had allocated to make sure that you're taking advantage of it. And I really appreciate your comment about you know, attending nutrition sessions, but really trying to go outside of that. And I think this gives us the advantage of being able to go to the other sessions on topics that we might not be dealing with every day. So I know I'm excited about doing that. And I've learned a tremendous amount from other conferences by attending sessions that in the past I might not have attended because I was going to something that was more familiar to me. I think that's a great example, Joanne.
0: Wonderful. Well, Joan, I just really want to thank you for um, joining us for this podcast today. I want to make sure that our listeners know to go to ADCES20.org to sign up and learn more about our annual meeting. And lastly, I just want to thank you for being an amazing program chair and for bringing us the final program that we have to present in August.
1: Well, first of all, thank you. But it was absolutely not me. It was an incredible, incredible committee that worked on this. And, you know, their names will be recognized during the program, but they did a fantastic job of really thinking through some of the topics. And of course, the involvement of our president, Kelly Shilnori Lent, who really helped guide us. So you are most welcome, but it certainly took a village. And lastly, thank you to the staff. Who were amazing in turning a day-to-day meeting on a dime into the virtual meeting that is there. So thanks to everybody.
0: All right, Joan. Well, we look forward to seeing everyone virtually this August. <laughs> we'll see you
1: then. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Huddle, Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. Joan's summary of the ADCES 20 has me excited for the opportunities to earn more CE, stay current on the hottest topics in diabetes care, and of course connect with you all both professionally and personally. Make sure to register for the virtual ADCES 20 annual conference today and lock in your appointment with the leading experts in diabetes care, education and technology for the member rate of $99. Head over to ADCES20.org to register today. And if you're not a member, learn more about the education, networking, and resources available through ADCES membership at diabeteseducator.org slash join. As always, notes from today's discussion can be accessed at diabeteseducator.org podcast. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and may not be appropriate or applicable for your individual circumstances. This podcast does not provide medical or professional advice and is not a substitute for consultation with a healthcare professional. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.